Hey, one more thing before you go. Art, creativity, healthy dialogue like a podcast, and our adaptability are superpowers that define our limitless human potential. Creating art always reminds and teaches us of life as human beings. It makes us aware of humans and nature wonder in the nature's wonders for us, as well as future generations. That's the philosophy and the practice of my next guest. In this episode, we're going to explore how art and creativity always brings us closer to humanity and how you have the ability to develop your creative voice. And we're going to help you understand that. My guest in this episode is Michael McGurch. He's an Austrian, Californian, multidisciplinary artist, awareness and creativity educator. He's a speaker and an author. He works on raising the awareness of our limitless human potential and comprehending wisdom. We have a lot to talk about. Michael's an advocate for helping understand neurodiversity, his dyslexia, and his dysgraphia. We'll explain all that as we go. Forced him to develop an awareness of seeing the world purely from a human perspective. Creating an art completed his awareness of what it is to be human relevant versus system relevant. And again, we'll discuss that more in depth. Michael's talent is recognize the awareness to seed new consciousness that allows us to unveil the untapped superpowers of humans' limitless art and creativity, healthy discourse, and adaptability to make all humans fit within our human tapestry. I'm Michael Hurst. Welcome to One More Thing Before You Go. Hi, Michael. Uh, <laughs> thank you. That was an awesome. Uh, we basically can turn off now. <laughs> Walk <laughs> off. That was pretty much everything I am. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Thank you for giving me a canvas to paint. Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, what you bring to the world, as, as you know, my back my background is similar to yours in certain aspects. <clears throat> I, I have a yeah. master's degree in interdisciplinary studies with a focus on performance, digital media, and art. So we we have a lot in common in this arena because we both appreciate the fact that it is interdisciplinary and that all types of creativity, whether it's performance or whether it's painting or drawing or dance, mm -hmm. all has a place in our society. So thank you very much for coming on and sharing your journey in all of this. I really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. I'm really glad to be here. And uh, I think that, you know, you say you're so brilliant because you could actually fit into systems. So you got a degree. I have pretty much no education other than art. But art is better. I think the best art and humans are the best education that you can get. I, I don't think that. there's any Harvard or any top university in the world where you can get the education that you can get from human or from art creating, not from art looking at it, from, from mm -hmm. art create, from any creation, actually, you know? I agree with that. I think that, you know, we as human beings, we, I think we seek out pleasures in life like music and drama and art and creativity. It allows us to experience life from a different perspective. It allows us to experience life from other people's perspectives. And we can only do that through a human experience. Uh -huh. So yes, I do agree with you. It is a, 
And those of us that are in the creative field, uh, it, it's deep in our soul. It, it comes from the heart, comes from the soul, and we put it out here because we want to share that with others on the same level. I think the um, what you said, I would say, like I would say it like this: I would say, art is inherent in us, art and creation. It is the closest when you create something, and that's why we have the shiny objects uh, syndrome, mm -hmm. that we think Apple is bigger than the fat company Apple or McDonald's or Nike or Louis Vuitton or whatever you call it is bigger than we are. And I think <laughs> we, we creating art gives us, it does two things. Number one, it gives us that feeling that God we create, we can't believe we created this, right? When mm -hmm. you, you, you set up a task and you said, you know, I'm creating this, not a goal that other people's did. So something that you want to you like your mm -hmm. podcast, right? New thing, you have an inspiration and you create it. And then you say, I can't believe I created this, right? I enjoy the podcast, I do whatever. And, and, and that's the God that you get a sense of God. I think you get a sense yeah. of, what we're capable or our godliness, because you're not going to be yeah. an account, you're not making an accounting company, but you're making <clears throat> your part. And <clears throat> the other thing is the, um, the fulfillment, the awareness of self and the awareness of the whole. So the awareness of self gives you art creation because you, you couldn't believe that right. you unveiled yourself. You couldn't believe you did that, right? It doesn't matter even if it's art or if it's something else. You, you couldn't believe you ever will end up finish that, finishing that or getting in the direction. And the other thing is also seeing that art as a, as a institution, not institution, as a common good is, for example, <clears throat> when you go to an art opening, it's all inclusive. There's every gender, every race, every uh, level of uh, society there. Uh, people, wealthy people mingle with poor people, with poor artists, for example. Yep. And that's for me, when you do all these things, that's why I call it this the first superpower. Yeah. It, 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 everybody meets and nobody looks at the art. It's the funniest. When you look at the art openings, uh, nobody looks at the art. It's just the energy that brings us together, you know, that brings us. Mm -hmm. And it also, look, what happens when a CEO works 80 hours a week? What does he do on the weekend? He tinkers on his car, he tinkers in the garden. It, it just it just brings you back to your human essence yeah I agree and with I that. think that's why it's that's why I coined the first thing is as a superpower is creation the second what we're doing here because but through relating and telling stories we grow we and we put things into uh I would say, yeah, that's right. We make it real because when you say, okay, you have the same experience that I have, right. 
that's more rea real than if a system says you have to do this to get this. I agree with that. Yeah, I can so see that. So that's why I call podcasting the second superpower. So, but, so not podcasting, right. uh, dialogue, dialogue, human dialogue, healthy, obviously, not not I'm right, you are wrong. So syst I'm not a system-directed dialogue where, you, where I say it's all about Republicans, you say it's all about Democrats and, and or vice versa. Uh, and then um, the, the third one is that actually we can survive in these systems and in this world is our adaptability. Otherwise, nobody, no human would have survived the Holocaust of war. Right. Racism I think the tenacity of individuals and what we strive to do to keep ourselves on a human level <clears throat> is the use of creativity, no matter what form it comes through, whether it be drama well or the art drama dance music there's a universal language in my opinion with creativity from you know, all those one, perspectives yeah. because it doesn't like you said you can go in and no matter what area you're from no matter what socioeconomic level that you're at whether you're poor you're rich you're you know mm -hmm. you're black you're white you're asian doesn't mm -hmm. matter we can all appreciate the same creativity yeah. And, yeah. and do that on a personal level mm -hmm. because when we look at something we look at a piece of art as you know, it's subjective. We all look at that and may see something mm -hmm. different that appeals to us individually. And mm -hmm. I think that's very unique because it communicates mm -hmm. with us. And communication is the key, the key to human beings inter interacting with each other at a level that we all understand each other. So, uh, yes, everything that you just said, absolutely 100%. Let's start with your journey. Can we start mm -hmm. where you started on your journey? I know no problem. Where, where'd, no you problem. Grow, where'd you grow up? I grew up in Vienna, in Austria, a very cultured city. Uh, and uh, But it was very systemic, uh, uh, much more than America was 40 years ago. And uh, I um, I had to go, I had to go uh, leave. I was, you know, I was a sick child, went to school, couldn't go anywhere with what I, um, with my dyslexia. And I wasn't even aware about dysgraphia. They just called me at that time. Oh, you're dyslexic, but you still have to do your homework and you still have to do your tests and you still have to fit in. And I just couldn't fit in and uh, because I couldn't regurgitate stuff. And I had a hard time, uh, especially when you're a little stressed, you know, you have to read in front of the class or you have to do a test. You go all right with the, with the uh, dyslexia. Okay, can I, and, can I ask you please to help our, our listeners and our viewers understand dyslexia and? Yeah, um, dysgraphia, okay. Please. Uh, dyslexia is <clears throat> where your, your brain, that's what, you know, that's the latest thing that where your brain or uh, gets, like ADHD is the first, first you're gonna anxious, then you go ADHD and then you have uh, dyslexia. Dyslexia is the highest, and it's it's not probably not from stress, but from, it could be a shock, it could be a stress, or it could be a. Uh, we see that also it's genetic, and what can happen is it whacks you out of time space, and uh, when you're not in your body, when you're all in your mind, and you try to fix your with your mind uh your being that doesn't work it's a, it's the same thing as when you a mind construct when you do a mind construct uh 
and you want to understand, um, you know, like, like you can't predict the future uh, because it's a mind construct. You are right now here. And in one minute, I, I can get a check for a million dollars or I can die. Everything is possible. And um, that's why mind constructs. And that's what you see so much because uh, uh, right now in, in the world, because the systems, our systems, man-made systems, uh, all you've got to have knowledge about those, all those monopoly games. And they nurture mind constructs. So you got to say, oh, where's this going to go? How It's all strategy. And it pulls us out of time space. So this dyslexia is is basically the future where our world is going to go. And I experienced that when I was little, you know? So, uh, and I still do it. So you switch letters uh, and you cannot determine if you, let's say that the, the true that everybody sees, this, the same number is 13. I can have written down 31 and re read it, read it as 13. I can also, um, read 13 as 31. So they are both equal. So 31 is not a one and a three, but they're they equal and they're interchangeable in my mind. So my perception switches up. Yeah, I do understand that. And dysgraphia, so, that's a hand-eye coordination on top of it. Hand-eye coordination, meaning when you write something obviously legible, five years ago, I can read it. I can read it now. If I write something in cursive, not in caps, I have to do it in caps to, to, to decipher it. But also I lose context of it, meaning I write something down. And if I, let's say I'm making notes in this interview. And um, if I don't take the notes in, in extreme cases, it can be that I can't even after our hour, I cannot even decipher our notes. Uh, if I take it, it usually takes, uh, like a half a day or a day that I can't recognize my cursive writing because I have contextual loss and, and I, and I can't decipher the writing. So I always need context. That's why I, my dyslexia on the other spectrum is a superpower. And that's why I found why 97% of artists worldwide, are, uh, uh, in poverty. Because I separated, I thought that because we have to separate uh, uh, art into art, into an art product and into an art, into art creation. And once you separate those, those two, and actually in another one in art experience, if you separate art in that, you can make sense why 90, 70% of artists are uh in poverty on worldwide and and i see superpower I, I mean i i use dyslexia i haven't used it before it was like a burden i was a victim i like everybody else so uh i hit the wall till i was 50. 
I, I just hit the wall. I, I tried, I did whatever. And I pushed with my willpower through, but it really, uh, it, it, my life is now, even nothing has changed financially or I didn't get a million dollar check or I didn't marry the right woman or anything, but I'm at peace now versus before I wanted to survive every day. I needed to survive every day. That makes a lot of, I mean, that's, I mean, it's a, it, it is a journey for anybody, but starting out as a child, having both of that yeah. as an obstacle or something that you need to yeah. overcome or adapt to, you know, adaptability, as you said, and we said earlier yeah. in the beginning of the conversation, yeah. you know, adaptability is the key to overcoming, you know, we yeah. have to adapt and overcome in many mm -hmm. aspects of our lives. I, you know, I was, as my listeners, viewers know, I'm a retired police sergeant. I was injured in line of duty. I was told I'd be in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. Yeah. I'm not. The wheelchair is sitting in the garage, yeah. and I walk my oldest daughter down the aisle. And I'm going to walk my youngest daughter down the aisle. Mm. And I had to adapt and overcome. And it seems to me that you have adapted and overcome many obstacles in your life, and you've done that through creativity, through art. Mm -hmm. So does art speak to you at a deeper level? do you think than, than it does the average individual? Or do you think we, we just kind of, society has kind of put that aside? I think we are unaware. I think, I think they have a, you, you said the perfect words. It put it on the side. Um, I think I'm more aware because when I was 30, I, you know, I always struggled, you know, like adolescent first, and then we struggled, you know, every, every, uh, day basically to survive and and you find yourself and at 30 i wrote a, a you know a, and i couldn't fit into any system so i had to repeat classes and all this stuff so i wrote my um resume and i saw oh my god all my jobs were creative i would you know sold uh, tapes in the trunk uh uh did uh, was a dj uh, did uh, created fa uh, produced fashion shows, uh, advertising, television, video. So I was always, always an artist. And then it dawned on me. I think that was one of the major pivot points where I, to finding myself. It was <clears throat> when I realized I don't need the society or a system to deem me an artist because basically, and that was my unique situation. I couldn't do anything else than art or being creative. So it was me, uh, uh, it was, it was a, a tool for me to survive. And that's later on. That's why I said, I can't believe for me it was such a tool to survive and to relate to other humans and to feel as a human being as being included that uh, that 97% of artists that I know, uh, not only know that that all the statistics say are on the poverty level, which is that, you know, art is the highest form of creativity because it doesn't have a purpose. You know, if I create a shoe, you create, you limit already your creativity because you're focusing all on that shoe or on that iPhone or whatever you're going to create. But art is basically, <clears throat> I hear a sound. And then I hear another sound or I hear a rhythm. I mean, I'm a musician too, so I hear rhythms and then I lay the rhythm and then I, I, I just fill in the rhythm till it creates its own life. And that's why I think 
that pivot point where your your song takes over or your painting takes over is the godliness and if you give that to your ego uh that's the problem and and and, and most most people give their creation to the ego so look what i created no you completed something and then it it got its own through you you created something and it got its own life yeah it took out its because, own life yeah i do yeah it it's now did you if i can um just kind of back just a uh, backtrack yeah, just a second right. um had you always like when did you when did you first pick up a paintbrush for example was it when you hit 50 years old or was that prior to no 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 that was around 30 30 35 About 30 years old about that when I realized I was an artist, because right. then it wasn't important for me that I sell my paintings. I mean, it was, I wanted at the beginning, right. I wanted to all be famous and blah, 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 the, all the system relevance. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, as you know, there's 1% of artists that when, if 97% yeah. of artists are poor, the chance that you're going to be one, one of the one and 2% on top is very minute. It's like, Everybody wanted to be Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos, right? right. The, the chance, but this is how we live. This is what society tells us. It's always possible. If Jeff Bezos can it, you did. Yeah, it's possible. But it's probably not that you become that. You be, might be another Jeff Bezos in another right. category. You know? Well, and, and I mean, it, like this podcast, for example. You know, I've been doing this podcast yeah. for, let me see, 20, 21, 22, but three years now, a little yeah. more than three years now. Mm -hmm. And in regard to this, in the beginning, I, I you know, wanted it to go big. And, and in the beginning, it, it took its time. Like that, like all yeah. things that you're creating, take its time. You It evolved and it was created in such a manner that um, I'm grateful I'm heard in 59 countries. I am grateful for the audience that I've got. I'm grateful for every time I look at the thing and I see downloads and views. Nice. But it's not making me rich. But nobody, I love that, doing nobody. No, but it gives yeah. me purpose. I, yeah. I, I'm loving what I'm doing. I'm sharing with the world. I, I, I hope to motivate, inspire, and educate people with this podcast. So monetary, to me, I would love to be, obviously, make a million dollars everybody like everybody wants. else. I love yeah. to do a deal like Joe Rogan did. You know, yeah. obviously, we're two completely opposite individuals, but... Yeah. You know, I would love to be able to, uh, to attach that, but it doesn't stop me from continuing to create because I haven't reached that level. It's it's dear to me. Like I say, like we said earlier, it's in our hearts and our soul to create and to share that with the world and to bring that forward. And it helps us redefine our own purpose, I think. You know, after I got injured and I realized I couldn't be in law enforcement any longer, that's what I went to college for. That's what I dedicated my wow. life to. Um, and my family, they understood that it, it's who I was and I had to reinvent my purpose. And in reinventing my purpose, I found that my creativity was a better outlet for me in dealing with my PTSD, in dealing with the stuff that I had experienced through a dysfunctional childhood, as well as my yeah. law enforcement career. Yeah. I found that creativity allowed me to manage that and to, to work through that and deal with that. So I understand where you come from that mm -hmm. art and creativity in music and in the, the the creative endeavors of all aspects within us okay 
you and I have reached a level within our soul, within our bodies, within our minds, that we understand that that's an innate, innate part of our being, and that mm -hmm. all we did was open the doors for it to come out. It it's communication, that, like you said. Yes, it's it, our medication. It, and it, it's communication. It's comic. It's medication and communication. Yes, it's, it's both. It's both. And and the funny thing that you said that and I said that you said a word and I, you know, because of my dyslexia, you said a word and I said that the correct word in the human aspect is fulfillment. Because it's like that feeling yes. after an orgasm, after the union. Yes. Not about the sex forget the sex it's about after orgasm it's the union that you have and that fulfillment that you feel afterwards and and this fulfillment is the you are it's the feedback emotional feedback that you just had a union that you were mm -hmm. communicating and that's why art can do uh is the only uh, part of in uh, that can actually uh, give you the emotion of feeling heaven on earth. I mean, how often yeah. did you cry by a song or a movie? It it shows our in interconnection, you know. Yeah. And I need to tell you about because you were a policeman. Soldiers, and you're kind of a soldier, right? So yeah. soldiers are protectors, and they're also human one of the best human, you know, the most connected, uh, which I find when I talk to Marines and, 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 and personnel, the best humans, the best humans uh, that, that know instinctively, I want to protect the herd. Yeah. Uh, and I still do. I, I, I still yeah. do. I mean, it's still, I, I can see that's why you know, I can, I, I can see that and hear that. It's it's protecting the herd. That's a, an innate thing of your purpose. And they want to serve. And the bad thing is they sacrifice themselves. Yeah. The, the protection. They are the, the best humans because it's like, look, I'm strong. I can protect this beautiful thing that we have as a tribe here. Right. And then they get screwed up from the system, get put on drugs, get put in positions where they have to kill somebody that they don't even know. Yep. So this is, and, and that's why my next book is about systems and how we use creativity to, to eradicate each other. Yeah. Because systems are done by other, it's just our, the buffer, it's a muffler of, of one human against another. And we need to untangle that understanding of what systems do. Uh, systems should serve us, not we ser serve systems. The human connection needs to be number one. The human interaction needs to be number one. And what's where it's still pure is in art. Right. It's not pure anymore in soldiering and policing because the system has created that environment. Yeah. It, it actually castrates your power, it, your purpose. You have a purpose that you feel in every cell of your body to protect. The soldiers, too. Oh, absolutely. And Exactly. Cops and firefighters, EMT personnel, yeah. all those. Yeah. We see people at their worst. We see the best people at their worst, yeah. which means we see everybody at their worst. Because when you need a cop, it's either for one of two reasons. You're a victim or you're yeah. a criminal. Yeah. You're either a victim or a criminal. 
And if you're a victim, you, you're, you're a victim either of a crime, whether it be domestic violence, whether it be a robbery, a burglary, murder, assault, whatever it happens to be, you're a victim. Child abuse, you're a victim. So that's your, that is your connection to law enforcement or to EMTs or to any, any, any of the, the first responder aspect. That's your first connection. You're a victim or you're, you're a, uh, a criminal. So from that perspective, that's all we see day in and day out. You deal with the, that part of humanity that, I mean, when you're driving down the road, we call them instant Christians. Forgive me for that, but we call them instant Christians. It's, you see a cop, you don't think, oh, there's a human being, there's a husband, there's a father, there's a yeah. wife, there's a, mm -hmm. there's a daughter, there's a son, there's a, you know, you, you don't think this. What you think is, there's a cop, oh crap, he's going to stop me. You know, and you start doing everything like he's the enemy. And the cops deal with that on a daily, daily basis. Soldiers deal with that. They're there to do a job. But what do they see? They see the worst of humanity. And they see the worst of humanity because they're put into that position. Yes, we chose to do this. We chose to be a protector. We chose because we felt that that, that was our calling. That was my calling. Mm -hmm. My calling was to protect and serve. I mean, literally mm -hmm. to protect and serve. I was drawn to mm -hmm. law enforcement for what you just specifically said, to protect mm -hmm. and serve. I felt that, well, everybody's running that way. I want to stand between that and you so that that doesn't hurt you. You know, as it's coming to you, mm -hmm. I'm going to be the person standing in in between you and in the danger, you and the 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 assault you and the whatever it happens to be so we once we are out of that just just to follow up with what you were saying whether you're a soldier because again like you said i'm kind of a soldier soldiers cops are daily soldiers you know soldiers are they go overseas and fight they're daily soldiers it just sometimes it's a little bit different different kind of a battle you know but i took my life in the hands every day that's what put me in a wheelchair for four years because I put my life on the line for somebody else. So when you, we kept out of that, when we step out of that realm, the system does not give us the tools to manage what we just experienced. If they would, they had to pay you. you know, exactly. they had to, and what payment, every time it comes to payment, and even if they have to pay for psychological or art therapy, right? Exactly. It costs money. And every system works on financial principles. Yep. Every system, religions, every state, every government, everything. And when it comes to too much money, it, it's going to be cut. And the system tries to manipulate as long as possible because on the other side of systems are also humans that need to pay their bills. And as long as they can, they want to get the most for free. That's what every business you run, you want yep. to get keep keep your uh, people low, keep the cost low, and make the maximum profit. And not that's not in a mean. I don't see it in a mean. I just see human right. against human. And your job as a, as a soldier is not to fight, kill people, not to 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 your soldier that the innate human tribal soldier yeah. is the protector against animals that came in against whatever it makes the that that the human being survive that the kids can grow up 
That is the essential thing of a soldier, not to kill 200,000 people in Ukraine and Russia. Yep. Yeah, that where the system says you do that and people say, yes, I have that feeling of protecting. OK, I'm going to do this and I go so far to sacrifice. That's insanity. That is absolutely insanity. Mm-hmm. And that we actually the, the, what you said to us, that we siege other uh, that we see cops I, for the longest. I I've never had any crime or was drunk. I never drank because I couldn't be one of my things. And I had the same feeling, but you described, he's going to give me a ticket. I never got into a fight with a cop. I always talked to, because I'm good human wise. So I talked to the cops. Yeah. And I changed my whole, uh, perception system conditioning that I had because it's over generation cops are assholes, right? I mean, over, over, over generations. And, and I had to be aware of that. And as I'm saying, you become aware of that. If you focus on humanity. They are the best people. And you know what? It's funny. I just talked to a Navy SEAL and he was in love with the, he was in love with the, with the, with the artist. I said, do you know, you're, you're in love because you're so similar. You, you're so similar. You, you are a real human. Where do you find real human? You know, most people go in the jobs to make money. These people are having a human feeling to, to be part of humanity. Yes. And both have the artists as the as the thing. And they don't do it for money. Otherwise, artists will be all rich and cops will be all rich. You know, exactly. Exactly. Or and soldiers. Mean, and, and, and you then found, the poorest of all. Well, yeah, they don't pay soldiers very much. They don't pay cops very much. We well, do it because <laughs> we do it or artists. We yeah. do it because we have a passion in it. Like you said, it's within our soul. That's what we chose to do. Yeah. It's within our soul. We want that human connection. I love yeah. part of my job. I loved was um, what, what they now call community-oriented policing. Yeah. Back when I was doing it, they were just starting that. I like to park my car, and I would walk downtown, and I would talk to people, and yeah. I would ask the kids how they're doing, ask the people how they're doing. I would walk into shops and ask how their day was going, how's business? I made it a point to connect with those human beings within my district, within my beat, and I loved that part of it. I would sit on a bench have a cup of coffee, and I would talk to people because that's what I wanted to connect with those individuals. Later in life, I found that 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 allowed me to create this podcast. That part of of my law enforcement career and the the ability, and and like you said earlier, I think in my notes, you've got uh, your salvation. You found your salvation through art. Mm -hmm. I found my salvation through creativity in the same respect with communicating with my podcast, which is similar to art, similar to making a painting, it's just done it verbally. Yep. And I was able to translate that into what I do now. And it has helped me and it gave me a new purpose. I don't make any money at it. As you said, I'm, it a starving, you I'm a starving artist. It gave me fulfillment. It, 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 I enjoy not that it. Purpose, the purpose you have, you yeah. have that and you were not conscious, really conscious. You liked going and talking, drinking coffee with people. But now you are conscious of it with your podcast. You're aware yeah. that this was something you always had in you. Like I said, we unveil ourselves. I hit the wall till I was 50. You know, you, it, you unveil yourself and then you find out it's all about humanity. Yeah. When you don't make your compass humanity 
and nature. We are still a part of nature, by the way. You know, let's yeah. forget that. If we don't make that, we will always be distracted. If I experience humanity through systems, that's why we are distorted because systems are so limited. We created them. We are the gods of systems, right? Mm -hmm. But we are not the gods of humans or nature. So we, in, in systems, when we experience our human being through a system, then a, a, a protector, a cop, a soldier becomes an asshole, uh, you know, in the perception. Uh, and he doesn't, you know, people are not aware what you guys do just to be there, just to be, aware, just to be there and drink a cup of coffee. They have to think, oh, look at that lazy, they're eating donuts and drinking coffee. It's completely insane. They give you a metaphorical uh, uh, experience, the other, that you are safe. Uh, yes, then, I, I agree with that. How how do you think, in fact, that's probably the wrong phrase of a question. How do we as individuals, aside from like my own profession in, in translating yeah. into what I'm doing now, how can we as an individual kind of dig deep within ourselves and understand that we all have this potential? Whether in, in, in it may not be, it may not be to paint, it may not be to draw, it may not be, but it may be music, or it may be, you know, dance, or it may be performance yeah. art or something along that line. How do we recognize that within ourselves and say, hey, I think I really want to explore this? I always say, I saw when you have kids, uh, give them, uh, you know, don't buy an instrument, don't buy a piano, a saxophone or anything, just rent it as cheap as you can. Let them find themselves, whatever resonates. Don't let him say, Oh, I want to do violin. Uh, if you are uh, not a, you know, if you're not, and then you play violin and nothing comes out, and then everybody the feedback will be, Oh, that's horrible. Um, because we always want acknowledgement and uh, uh, recognition from others. So use the instrument or the paint that fits you, yourself. Not that you get appreciation. So I loved guitar. I, 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 I couldn't wait to get my own. I bought my own guitar. I learned uh, classical guitar for two, uh, two years. And I couldn't get anywhere with it. So just to do art to please somebody or your perception of like is in a job. You think this is a good job and then you hate the job. So um, it's, it's, it's important that you, uh, you know, you use wherever you're drawn to and then, it, and it's okay. If I say I want to be a poet and then I write poets and I myself don't like the poet, uh, the poetry, put it away, take it out in three months. And then you look at fresh. Don't throw it away and say, I'm not a poet. Uh, if you um, can't do an instrument like I, you don't have to wait three, two years to find out that's really hard and you only can do four chords. Uh, change to another, in my case, I a friend of mine asked me to do percussion and I was a virtuoso. I got, I got uh, invited to play with people. I played in bands, had my own bands. I made my own CD. Uh, but I put four chords on the guitar. So it's such a metaphor. In, in this story, you see what a metaphor art creating is to find yourself, because basically you want to contribute 
with your strengths to, to humanity. Uh, uh, and, and it doesn't have to look in any way. It's your strengths. The guy that sits on the streets and is a beggar contributes to society because it reminds everybody we can end up like this if we don't watch much out. And, but he's unaware of it, obviously. And that's the sad thing. The sad thing of a, poverty, of a poor person is not that he has no money. The sad thing is he's not aware that, that he has human impact on the whole. And uh, those, those are the things. Uh, that's why I say, uh, if you just work in the garden, that's art. If you just think on your car, um, uh, and do it so to be fulfilled. Your gauge is the fulfillment. And the fulfillment needs to be in the process. It can't be, I need to win an Oscar or a Grammy, or I need to be the best painter in the world. That the journey, if you don't have fulfillment in your journey, like you like to be a cop, then don't do it. Don't be a cop then. If you don't, are not fulfilled in it, every day needs to be fulfilled. It, do you have ups and downs? Absolutely. Every living being on this planet has challenges, but you don't have to sacrifice yourself. You don't have to uh, suffer through something to find the end because you don't know. In a minute, you can be dead. So you, you said, oh, okay, now I have uh, spent 18 years to get to this to this level and I'm dying. So the fulfillment is your gauge. The fulfillment is humanity and, and, and try to be fulfilled, try to find, gauge that feeling in you. Does that fulfill me? Does, does this make sense still for me? Not sense, because sense is, is, is logic. Does it fulfill you? Uh, you? You say you don't make money. And what fulfills you, you make for no money. You make art because it fulfills you. That's why 97, I thought, oh, the systems are so bad. They, they, they disregard artists. No, no. Artists have connected with what you have connected with your podcast. It's fulfilling doing it. Being a human by doing this fulfills me. The money is secondary. And if the money comes, it comes. Money is always a symptom. It's never the cause. So that's, I mean, an, that that, that's a nice analogy to put it that way. I know that you know, that kind of relates to um, you have a you have a, a quote that you had uh, mentioned here, but the um, compasses your compasses are humans limitless in nature's sense of balance. Um, I, I think that we all in life seek balance. You know, we always try to do a work life balance. Uh, we always try to do a, a, a family a family balance. You know, when you, we have two kids and, you know, you're always trying to balance. You can't give more love to one kid and favor over the other kid. You, you have to give them equal time. You have to give them equal opportunity to grow and to explore and to know that they're loved equally and for who they are and what they are. There are some people that say, well, you're my favorite and you're my favorite. You're not my favorite. And that creates an environment within somebody to limit their possibility to move forward. And it does that, aside from even being a parent, I think, as you said earlier, systems within society, our society has created limits on us. Our society has created boundaries on us. And it doesn't allow us to understand what our, sometimes what our true purpose is, number one. 
And sometimes it, it limits us in believing within ourselves and what we are capable of doing. I'm so happy you said that with your daughters. Um, it's not, this is system thinking. This is how much I show, this is great that we show this in this context because our system has conditioned us so much that we even speak in, and you're more system relevant. That's why you speak more system than I do. So you says, I came to him equally. No, you can't. You can, How can you ever be equal to your both daughters? They're different human beings. Yeah. Every human being is one of one. And that's for the cops and soldiers, the same thing. You know, one, <clears throat> one, one guy you yell at and the next one, you don't even say anything and he can, but the system wants us to create a new system, political, correct, political, <laughs> you know, doing this, this is to do everybody the same. Equality doesn't exist in nature at the elephant and the ant are not in competition. Right. They are, they, everybody has its purpose. So if your daughter ever said, you love her better, you say, no, I love her differently than you because you're a different person. Yep, different person. And, and, and it's apparent in, in when you raise kids, you understand <laughs> yes. that each one of them are different. One, one, you, I mean, it's like night and day when you look at your kids sometimes. You know, we, we were, are grateful and very blessed with two kids. Yeah. We're very grateful for having both of them in our lives, but they both have their own strengths, their own weaknesses, their own advantages, their own troubles, their own, you know, each one of them has their own one. One is a creative individual within the digital media yeah. field. One is an actor yeah. from, awesome. from that perspective. So they both are in creative fields, but they're, yeah. they're in different modalities from that perspective. But it makes it good that they are in creative fields makes it very good between you and them exactly. and, they, and between everybody because that's and and now you become aware so the system requires for you as a cop to be equal to everybody now that are your kids from your family and you have two kids and you can't be equal to them exactly it's not that <clears> I as love much one. as you want as exactly. much as you want but you, what you does the system required the system yeah. requires you to be equal to everyone and that doesn't work. You have to be human to everyone, yeah, not yeah. equal. 100%. Everyone is a human. You, you, you're going to love this. My, my philosophy when I was a law enforcement officer was, yeah. I will treat you with respect in everything about you for as long as you treat me with the same. <clears throat> Once that changes, then my respect or treatment of you is going to be different. I will treat you like a human being until you stop acting like one. Exactly. And, and I've told people that when I was on the street, I'm going, you know, when they started getting in my face, they started getting uh, violent. They started getting, I said, I'm going to treat you like a human being until you treat me differently. If you treat me differently, then the level is going to change. Um, I, I am grateful that I've actually had felons and, and I, and I don't mind bragging about this. Yeah. I had felons that literally wrote me and sent me a card from prison that said, I want to thank you for treating me like a human being instead of a felon. I committed a felony. I made a mistake. Yeah. You helped me to understand that. And now I'm understanding that I have consequences for my actions. But it, I want to say thank you for treating me like a human being, not just a criminal or a felon. And I tried to, I, I grew up 
with my kids the same way. Like I said, I love my kids. I love them equally, but in different ways. I love my oldest daughter for strengths and weaknesses that she has. I love my youngest daughter for the strengths and weaknesses she has. So it's, there is a balance there. There is a balance there. And, and I know that we all... Automatically is a balance. Automatically. When you're human, it's automatically it's a automatic. balance. Yeah, you just have it's to automatic. recognize it's, it. It's systemic, it's not. Systemic, it's not. But if you treat uh, any race or... Uh, look, we were <clears throat> segregated by systems. The king, that that the first king, whatever, yeah. he needed to uh, get, a, you know, get another tribe or get another country. And he said, what am I doing? I need soldiers. They are the hardest thing. So I'm going to just separate soldiers from, you know, in the old traps, you know, woman and man fought. And he said, I separate them into uh, man and woman. That's the first segregation. Then, oh, my God, we, we conquered other lands. They look different. Racism. Third. And now systems currently wanted to separate us and categorize us in sexuality and there they hit the wall because everybody's unique one of one and we are too fluid to 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 be categorized in sex that's why you have lbgt which what blah, 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 the whole alphabet you could and it wouldn't be enough you could put just say a to z plus and all all signs and it would not be enough because even language is limited but art isn't because art goes to all senses. And that's why it is such a godly discipline. And people recognize when they look at something uh, and, 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 and there's a clear communication. I always explain what art is. Art is a conversation from a human being to its non-physical, between its non-physical and physical, the product of that conversation is the piece of art, the music, the, the, the song, the podcast. And if it's clear enough, if it's, if it's refined enough, then people recognize it and say, oh, I want to listen to more of Michael's shows or, or you know, uh, podcast episodes. The more you refine your co uh, communication with your, unf where, where you go at night, you know, uh, uh, you sleep. You're not in in the physical. You're in the physical, but you're not. Your focus is on the physical. So the non-physical and the physical communication is the art piece, and that's and that's when the clearer we are about. And but that comes from humans. That comes. That is a human business. Art, uh, as well as soldiering, is a human business that was systemized. That's why you have 97% of artists poor and uh, cops uh, poor and soldiers poor systemic because the, the relevance in, this, in the system is more money versus, versus what, what these humans actually do for humanity. So that, Yeah, that's an interesting perspective, how you've explained all the interaction within that and how it's all interlaced. Um, how could how could we heal? I mean, you make a statement uh, that we could heal the world and others by everyone being the best you uh, that each can be for yourself to contribute with each uniqueness seamlessly to the whole of humanity. Um, how do we take the first steps in understanding 
how we can be the best you, the best me that I can be. I'm a, I'm a, all, I, I, I'm I'm a strong proponent against steps, but I say the first step is just listen to this podcast uh, uh, because we I'm living, you're living, we're living what we preach, mm -hmm. and by that you uh, other people uh, get the most out of it. It's it's just re-listen. I sometimes listen to a podcast three or four times because I hear things that I haven't heard, and what that happens what what happens there is. I become aware. And once I'm aware, you cannot make yourself unaware. You can learn a step. You can say the words, that, which is also systemic. You can say the words, okay, first thing I need to be grateful. Eh, what is that? That's a word. If you don't feel grateful, you can make yourself feel grateful. You can be aware of what you have and perhaps that conjures the feeling of gratefulness now find out how to connect to gratefulness but don't just say be grateful be mindful those are all systemic words for human stuff the human i love this they say actually in the military right now i heard they wanted to say when you ask an asian person to help you with a math problem that will uh trigger a micro uh, emotion a microaggression and it's it's it should be avoided are you insane completely that first of all microaggression is a psychological it's a it's a, it's a systemic word there's no such thing in microaggression there's jealousy in humans humans there's anger in humans there's basic like 12 emotions i think uh, around that that are basic human emotion that every human on this planet feels those you we can talk about those if if i'm hurting you you we can talk about it because i know what hurt is you know what hurt is but we we have to explain is it an ego hurt is another hurt so all this we it is all human relevance is important not system relevance not that i know oh i cannot this is a rule a rule and regulations that you say i cannot ask an asian person for helping me with math what, what about i can ask every human being about a, a math problem except me i'm not very good at it <laughs> i was i'm horrible about it but <clears throat> but i'm saying i could ask what about uh uh, uh asking any race every any gender about anything we want i i agree with that i think that all we are all we sometimes forget we're all equal we're all one we're all one it's all yeah. all, all together how do you think um speaking of all being one yeah. um why does art and creativity always bring us closer to humanity speak because we just had this huge conversation about being human <laughs> and humanity and I, I understand it, but let's help uh, those that are watching and listening to understand how art and creativity can bring us closer to humanity. I think because creating is a, is the essential community, uh, and and the, and then creating through your project, through your podcast, through my painting, through my music, it's our communication of your essence. We. Art and creation, that's why it's the first superpower. It's our essence, our contribution to humanity, our short visit that we have here. 
it's the tool that that is the it is the most efficient tool to communicate and contribute your essence to this humanity. And that makes that does all the sense, sense, right? It does. It actually does. I mean, I look at art. Yes, I do have a master's degree in what, in what I have, but it was a passion for me. I wanted to explore that. I wanted to open that door for, for numerous reasons. One is because I felt within inside me that I wanted to be creative. I wanted to move forward in my life. And I, from that perspective, I took the steps that I felt were necessary to really help me unleash that creativity, to be able to open that door for me. Because I had been, I was a cop for a long time. You know, I, I, I've almost had, you know, about an 18 year career prior to me you know, getting injured and, and having to leave that career. But before that, I went to college to be a cop. So from that environment, I've been in with it for, for a long time. I needed some help in to take that step to open that creativity for me. And then once I did, I realized that I always had it within me, within myself anyway. I just, I just had to recognize it and to move that forward. And I think a lot of us, a lot of us, especially in this day and age, which is unfortunate, uh, this day and age, you get a lot of schools and um, academic institutions that are going, we're not going to fund the the painting and the art and the creativity <laughs> side of this. We're only going to fund the sports or athletic side of this. People can't see me. I'm doing my Italian hand gestures down here. <laughs> we're, you know, we're going to, we're not going to fund the, the, art and creativity side of school anymore, that the kids had the opportunity to, at a young age, to explore painting and acting and singing and dancing. They start shutting that down. Do you think that is an issue that needs to be addressed in society as a whole? Absolutely. And not because I'm for art education, but I say it's an unawareness. First of all, it's an unawareness that our art education is only bring, it's, it's, it's like, 10% of what it could be. Right. Uh, so even if I gave him the time when we had the most art education, if I give him the same time, it's only five, 10% of what it could be because it focuses on the product and the history of a product. It, it, it teaches you about, but also it exposes you to art. And that's the only five, that's where the 5% is. So, so I, you know, when you do sports, you learn something in teamwork and in, in achieving a goal skill and, strategy. And strategy like cop like the job of a cop right yep. which i don't have because i'm not a cop i haven't been a soldier i have other skills but there's a skill set you learn right. and what you learn in art there is an awareness so for example if i'm a sports guy if, I, if I'm like a football player, coach, or, or whatever I'm in, in college, but at the same time, I'm part of the theater group. Right. I'm learning the skill of team, of humanity. Again, I'm talking in the context of humanity, not I'm going to get a skill to make a lot of money. So I'm learning a skill of, of humanity, interaction, social. That's why education, what is education? The social, the social skills that you learn is is all of it. It's not what what you regurgitate with pills and everything that gets you to regurgitate for one second and you forgot it. 
And when you have the balance, you need the the masculine is the is the sports, the feminine, it you, balance, right? Balance Key. is the absolute super. Su, su, it's Ying the superpower. Exactly, it's the superpower of nature. Look, dinosaurs lived the species. Nature went on. It lives. It lives without humans too. It just adapts. So mm. when you have the thing, and I always keep saying this in with CEOs, you know, I tell him, I said. You need to really do uh, do uh, start in a theater group or something or be in the art community because you have two leads. Even you have two leads, yeah, the CEO and the CFO, right? You have two leads in a play. But if anything, what does the CFO and the CEO have no clue what the street street even in cops what the street cops go through? They say, okay, I went to police academy. They never even walked the street beat for the Pepsi and Arthur. So, so in the play, the whole two, even after two, you get Luigi, uh, you get Pavarotti, and you get whatever. And these people, when they're not interacting with the whole team, in, in that it's important that everybody's relevant. Why? Every, and one thing, everybody supports the, uh, in sports, it's similar, but everybody supports more on a logistic level. But you have to really interact. You have to know what everybody does. Right. So in sports, the whole team supports the running back or, or the, the, the quarterback, right? But in, 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 in the theater, this, the whole thing has to gel. The whole ensemble has to work together. Yeah, if 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 the violinist is off, the whole hundred forty people in the orchestra, it's it's void. It's void. One person is so everybody has to get each other. So that's and actually those are the essence of of school. There should be sports and art. I wouldn't even do any and basic math you're learning in grade school. I think there should be sports and art and you should be, everybody should be mandatory to do both. I agree. And you're not learning to make <laughs> money. You're learning to be a productive, contributing human being as part of this weave. And this is living, lifting the human potential versus, versus just saying, Hey, Let's do it. Okay, my dad did that. You do the same. You know, the next generation yeah. do the same. They're the same. I agree have with that. Experience, yeah. have, experience it. Like you experience cop, experience that teamwork. God, I think there's so much in soldiering and cop, and I have, I have not been on a human level that you learn, you mm. know? And, and, and like you said, you like to drink coffee with the people on the stage. Wonderful. And I've learned so much from, you know, trying to get into the system and I couldn't, but in the, in the art system, it didn't matter. It right. didn't matter if I was dyslexic <clears> in the art system, you know, in the nature is not, it doesn't matter if you have three, like a three legged gazelle, it still keeps going or, or you know, if, yeah. if, if, if it doesn't matter, everybody's has a part of it. Everybody has a part, everybody plays a part in society. Everybody's yeah. a part, everybody plays a part in uh, humankind. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I could talk to you for, a whole nother hour. <laughs> you're going to have to come again, Michael. You're going to have yeah. to come back on the show. We're going to have to yeah. continue this conversation. Um, but right now questions. we're kind of, we're yeah, running out questions. <laughs> yeah. We're running, running a little uh, over time. So 
Um, let's talk about how somebody can find you and uh, how they can uh, connect with you and get your books. Because I know you've got five books. I've only put uh, three of them yeah. up here. And you have a podcast. Can we talk a little bit yeah. about that and how to get a hold of you? So, uh, you can go. I have one hub. That's michaelm.com, which is Michael with two L's, m.com, michaelm.com. And uh, the podcast is 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 basically all the wisdom and aware because I believe once you're aware, you can make yourself unaware. So um, the podcast is just 20 to 30 seconds long, one episode. And everybody that wants to get into art uh, uh, and, and, and likes this ep podcast episode and what we said and it resonates with you, go and just listen to one a day, just one quote a day, 20 seconds. And there's a question to answer the question for yourself. There's no test or anything. And then let it percolate, let it percolate, go next day, go to the next. It doesn't matter if something comes or not, just go next question, next question. Uh, sometimes after 10 different, you will get, you, there will, the lightning will come. The lightning, the uh, awareness will come and you will look at humanity and, uh, and art, art and creating in a different way. You don't, you don't think, oh, I need to love Michelangelo. Uh, uh, or I need to uh, love uh, Rembrandt more than the finger paintings of my kids. Uh, it will put it all in perspective that you say, that you see, oh, it's about the product. It's a system thing. It's like going in a Walmart and buying art. Uh, or it is, it is the creation and that the creation is, is the journey. It's, it's, the, it's the rewarding thing for humans. And your books, your books and your podcast can all be found on your website as well. So they have links yeah. to there. And I'll yeah. make sure that all of that's in the show notes so that everybody has yeah. an easy way to access. Mm -hmm. um, just click, click the link in the show notes. It'll take you right to your website mm -hmm. so they can get more involved. Mm -hmm. um, Michael, this is, this has been a fantastic conversation. I honestly appreciate you coming on board. And Thank you so much. I hope that we've had the opportunity to educate, motivate, and inspire some people to explore their own creativity. Uh, this is one more thing before you go. Do you have any words of wisdom before we go? Awareness is everything. And, and, and because if you want to find yourself and fulfill, find fulfillment, you cannot find it through knowledge. Because it, you, you can do all this. You can do everything the system tells you. And you can, and awareness is the, basically the language of humans that actually leads us to wisdom. So you gotta be aware and to find awareness is feel fulfillment. Don't have an intuition, all that stuff, that systemic insistence, spirituality, pray to God, whatever. Just feel as I'm, I'm talking purely human level, feel the fulfillment, chase that, that, that feeling, not the fulfillment. I'm getting drunk. That is not fulfilling because at the end, fulfillment has no downside. Fulfillment is just fulfillment. It just keeps more and more and more and become aware of it and focus and aware you become when you focus on humans and nature primarily, and then secondarily think about paying your rent systemic. Brilliant words of wisdom. I, I, I applaud you for those. I say brilliant words Thank of you. wisdom. Thank you very much. 
Uh, again, I appreciate you coming on board to, to the show, and I, I uh, look forward to having another conversation with you. I think we can yeah. really kind of expand people's uh, opportunity a little bit more. So thank you very much for being here. I hope that you have a, a, a wonderful day, and I look forward to having another conversation. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of One More Thing Before You Go. Check out our website at beforeyougopodcast.com. You can find us as well as subscribe to the program and rate us on your favorite podcast listening platform.